Randy Quiz. He's got machine guns on his butt. He's fine. 50 Randy Quiz. There's no way in 2009 Jerk was a swear. 50 Randy Quiz. Oh, man, at them. We watch movies so you don't have to. Cage Talk. Welcome to 50 Randy Quades. I am your host with the most Nicholas Cage movies. I am very humble, and there's no disagreeing with whoa, that. Oh, hold! It's ya boy. Hold on, there's a lot of disagreeing with that, but hold, we'll talk about that later. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Ya boy, Chucky B, and with me, my co-host as. Always JT Interrupter Jones Money and our special season seven guest Johnny. Give me my money back, Spade. Give me my orb back, my core. And this is episode 129. It is hashtag cage talk edition. And we just watched Astro Boy, the 53rd Nicolas Cage classic. If you have any questions or comments, you can go to 50randyquades.com and let us know what the fuck is And we wish you would. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I'm going to hit you. No, no, I'm going to let you hit me. With that tagline. Oh, you want me to hit you with that tagline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, listeners, dearest listeners, let me introduce to you perhaps the greatest tagline in cinematic history to 2009's Astro Boy, and it is, Have a blast! Pew, pew, pew! Wow. This is just an underwhelming tagline. You shouldn't have to tell me to have a blast when I'm going to the movies. That should be expected. Hey, have fun. Watch this movie. That's our tagline. Right? (laughs) Don't forget the popcorn. Someone got paid. Period. (laughs) Is there an exclamation point? Period. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's a period. Have a blast. Someone got paid money to decide that that was the best tagline. (laughs) So we got paid money to come up with that as the best tagline. Might have been the same person. Probably was. All right. We've spent more time on this tagline than maybe any tagline in history. Well, with that, why don't you guys have a little fun listening to this trailer? No, have a a blast. (laughs) Please. For Astro Boy. Hashtag Cage Talk Edition. Ugh. Ugh. scientist is building his most incredible creation. It has the most advanced systems ever created. A perfect robot. Your boy? Yes, sir. <laughs> Hello? I'm Cora. Call me Astro. Hey, I think I found something. It's just junk. It's been dead for at least a century. The kid has hidden talents. You have no idea. Greetings from the Cora off the chart. 
My army could use a robot like that. Mobilize all units. I want that thing now. What's with you guys? You got it, sir. We're coming home. You okay? Oh. Send in the peacekeeper now. Is this thing on? This October. Ah, cool. <laughs> Declare war on them. You want a piece of me? <laughs> Who's driving? Needs saving. He's built for the challenge. I have to take care of this. Astro, no! Astro! Astro Boy. Huh? I got machine guns in my butt. Again, we never left the surface, bud. Yeah, well, yeah, we never did. We've always been here, wallowing in trash, robot trash. <laughs> well, it's a robot graveyard, actually. Well, I, I don't think the whole Earth is covered in this robot oh, trash. Well, the part that's underneath Metro City, at least, is, and that's a lot. Well, yeah, that makes sense, at least, right? That's what I'm they're saying. They're just throwing those things overboard. There's probably a whole bunch of Metro Cities all over Earth chucking their dead robots down. <laughs> Whole bunch of they made it seem like that was like V1. It might it might be, but how do they know? Did they ever leave Metro City? They don't seem to. No, but I mean like TV, right? I didn't see anyone watching TV. What about internet? I didn't see anyone on the internet. Well, okay, we're getting far ahead of ourselves. This is an action comedy animated movie. It's also rated PG <laughs> for some action and peril and brief mild language. What? Like, did someone call someone a jerk? <laughs> I didn't I didn't hear any swearing. There was definitely no swearing. It was mild language. Well, I mean, way back in October 23, 2009, when this movie debuted at number six for, like, $6.7 million. That seems about right. Maybe jerk was, like, a swear. No, I don't think so. I mean, it was so long ago, I don't remember. There's no way in 2009 jerk was a swear. <laughs> Jerk has never been a swear. I don't... You probably couldn't get away with saying jerk it off, but you could call someone a jerk. Well, I mean, it could be... That could be brief, mild language. It's not necessarily a swear. It's mild. I didn't say... I, that's the word that I proposed they used in this movie. I know. I know it's not a swear. That's what I said. <laughs> okay, so this movie came out number six, like we said. So, Jesus what Christ. do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so, you fucking jerk. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh. I swear. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll keep my shit together. Whew. Alright, so out of all these movies that came out in the top five, did you see any of them in theaters? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a ridiculous lineup of movies, though. I definitely saw uh, the number four movie, 
law-abiding citizen, which made twelve point four million dollars in its second week. I don't even I know what saw that. In I don't even know. I've never heard of that movie in my life. Oh, never really? Law-abiding citizen. <laughs> it's oh, a really good movie. Oh, you both like like I've committed a fucking felony. Who's in it? I can't think of anybody's name right now. Okay, so like, it's a movie, I own it. It's a movie I need to see, but you can't tell me one fucking person who's in it. Off the top of my head right now. Is Gerard Butler in it? Or am I thinking of Repo Man? Yeah, I think it's Gerard Butler's in that. And uh, who's that black guy? Which one? Denzel Washington. No, no, no. Okay, move, move along with your top five. It's not Chris Rock. It's not... Method Man. No. Red Man. Fuck. Common. Who's the guy that played, like, the shocker dude in the Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield? Oh, Jamie Foxx. Uh, yeah, I think he's in it. I think it's in, or Jamie Foxx and Gerard Butler. I'm going to tell you right now, if it's Gerard Butler and Jamie Foxx, that's why I haven't watched it. <laughs> Mostly Gerard Butler. I don't think either of those guys are in it. Really? Perfect. I think they are. No, yeah, you're definitely right. It's both of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, Chuck, you fucked it all up. Well, I'm, I'm honestly not surprised. Are we going to kick back in here or what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. I'm honestly not surprised to see Paranormal Activity in at number one for $21.1 million in its fifth week. Well, and I think that is is because, like, I, I think it got big after, like, its first couple weeks. Well, that's why you give a scary movie a before Halloween release. They put it out a month before Halloween, so there's time for that hype to build up. So once you're at October 23rd, the, like almost a week before Halloween, people are like, yeah, we got to go see this fucking scary movie everyone's talking about. Plus, I think that's a Stone Cold classic of a movie. Oh, the movie is phenomenal. Some of the sequels are not as good, but... I just watched all of them like a month ago. How'd that treat you? All right. I like most of them. Do you like the sequels? I have never seen any of them, just the first one. I like one and two a lot, uh, and then like three... One was three. Two was three. Was when they go back to when they were little girls. Yeah, I like the first that three like a, like a lot. But then they start to get weird with it. After after three, they do start to get weird. But like the the story can gets continued though, which is crazy. And I read they were supposed to have a new one come out this year, but because of the pandemic, I think it got pushed to next year. I'll, I'll definitely spend money to see that. Well, number two is Saw Six at fourteen point one million in its debut week. Which, they're still making Saw movies to this day, so... Yeah, the new Spiral movie. I haven't watched a Saw movie since the second one, so I don't know yeah. what's going I on. I just actually watched all of the Saw movies recently. Okay. And... They went downhill. Well, it's funny because, like, I thought the same thing, too. And rewatching the entire series, like, it's not as bad as I remember it being. Like, I think one of them, they, like, revealed he was... His wife had died from cancer or something, and he was trying to get revenge on the insurance companies or something. No, he was dying of cancer. Oh, it was him. Yeah. And he was trying to get revenge, like, on the insurance companies Well, it's like he, the the one was, he was dying of cancer, and the, the company refused to allow him to get this treatment that I don't think, I think it was experimental or something. Well, coming in at number three is where the wild things are at fourteen million in its second week, and it's really funny because I just recently watched all of the Where the Wild Things Are movies, and they get better. There's more than one movie. Nope, just the one. Um. <laughs> I have not seen that movie. I haven't either. I've read the book. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember the book, but that was about it. 
as far as that goes. And then there's couples retreat and number five. Yeah, we already talked about number four, a law-abiding citizen. Just to put it in context again, number four, a movie yeah. I've still never heard of. 12.4 mil, week two. So number five is couples retreat for 10.6 million in its third week. Which is crazy that most of those were in multiple weeks already, not debuting. Yeah. I have not seen Couples Retreat. Was that an Adam Sandler movie? I don't think so, because I'm pretty sure I would have seen it. If is it, it, is it a Jennifer Aniston movie? I think it is. Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn? Well, if that's the fact, then that's why I haven't seen it. Yeah. I, I like, like Jennifer Vaughn. Aniston, I but hate Vince Vaughn. I I'm fucking... not a super big Vince Vaughn fan. I'm, I'm just going to put it yeah, all out there with right Owen now. Wilson. Yeah, if <laughs> Owen Wilson's in it, I'll see it. I'll watch almost anything with Owen Wilson. He can outshine almost any terrible actor he's in a movie with, but if Vince Vaughn is there, it's going to be hard for me to deal with it because I fucking hate Vince Vaughn so much. I like the Google movie. Yeah, I really like the Google movie. I think last time I talked about it with Pat, I was like, I'm going to go home and watch this movie now. (laughs) I don't know what that is. We're on the line. Is it called the Google movie? No. I think it's called like Interns or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. It's Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson where they, they're like our age or older and have to like they like their company goes out of business and so they end up like interning at google well this fucking movie astro boy didn't do (laughs) very well at the box office not compared to what its budget was uh 65 million dollars well that's what determines whether a movie does well at the box office is compared to its budget (laughs) yeah i guess so that's the only way really to determine a success or a failure yeah, so here uh, domestically it got $19.5 million, and then the King of All Foreign Lands only helped bring in $20 million. So all right, less than 40 Here's my guess when it comes to that. Astro Boy, not that big of a deal in America, right? Like, right. It's got popularity in Japan, obviously, which Chuck, you'll get to later. But I don't think this was a faithful enough adaptation of the source material. Again, knowing nothing about it. So what the fuck do I know? But I'm assuming it's not. Plus, it's all in English. What the fuck do they care about this movie? Or any other foreign market for that matter. So I feel like this was just bound to fail. That could be an answer to the problem you had at the end of the movie. Is maybe that was something that happened in the manga. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was assuming when I saw that happen. I was like... What, the... Oh, oh, I'm just going to spoil it. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck sort of ending is this? We haven't given a spoiler alert yet, so I'll keep my fucking mouth shut. Oh, my God. Oh, shit, if we haven't given a spoiler alert. But we haven't spoiled anything yet, surprisingly enough. But let's jump in. Before we go any further, let's get that spoiler alert out of the way, Chuck, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... For some reason, I think we just got caught up in talking about Google and law-abiding citizens. Here's what it comes down to. We were having a blast. (laughs) And so we, you know, typically give a warning. And so we're going to give that warning now. And it's going to be in three seconds. And so after this warning, all bets are off. We're going to spoil the fucking shit out of this movie. And there's nothing you can do. And that is a threat. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't you dare cut that out. Uh, Well, here's the warning. Three Two, one. I mean, obviously we're going to get to all of this later because we're talking about everything tonight, but I'm going to jump to what we were just talking about. The alien that pops up in the sky at the end that attacks Metro City. 
Yeah, what the fuck was that? Two things. The first thing I thought was sequel. Obviously, they're gearing up for a sequel for something like that. And two was it's probably a nod to the fucking source material that if you're into Astro Boy or the Mighty Adam, you're like, yeah, dog, it's that one-eyed fucking Mighty Adam. Song. It didn't. I. It, it was jo- this. This movie moved at such a fucking quick pace. It didn't surprise me they ended it with a brand new villain showing up and them going, ah, sorry, it's the end of the movie. We got just too much to cover. We got to go. What I didn't like about it is I'm like, if this kid didn't die and there needed to be like an Astro Boy being born, this like eye monster would have just came and attacked Earth Metro City. with nothing to stop it. No, they, they, maybe they had a line of defense that would have been able to fucking fight it, but I don't know, man. Well, if they didn't have the Astro Boy, they would have had the Peacekeeper or Peacemaker or whatever that thing's name was. The Peacekeeper, yeah. Yeah, but Astro Boy fucked everybody up, man. So, like, maybe this guy, maybe the Peacekeeper wouldn't have been able to fight off Alien Eye. I mean, it's just a alien. I don't know, man. That seemed pretty fucking crazy. Come out of nowhere like that. I think that's kind of fucking bullshit, to be honest. All right, well, you can take that up with writers David Bowers and Timothy Harris. I will. I'll be like, hey, get your fucking act right. And just so you guys know, David Bowers also directed this movie. I think he did a good job at that. And he also played the... He starred in this movie as the uh, refrigerator robot. Part of the robot revolution front or whatever it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for him. Get paid. <laughs> well, more just like write, write yourself, direct yourself into the movie. More jobs you have, the more you get paid, man. You get paid, <laughs> to, be, so. you get paid to be a writer, director, and an actor. And then, of course, the stars of this movie, led by none other than the one true god, Nicolas Cage. I'm going to argue with led by... He was a major. He, he was a major character, but I don't know. If he led. There were large chunks of this movie. He was not even around. I beg to differ. Okay, but he played Doctor Tenma, also known as Bill. Then there's a uh, Charlize Theron, who had a very minimal role as the Our Friends narrator. It's a good thing you put her second on the list since her role was so minimal. Well, I mean, she was first on the list on IMDb. She had a bigger role than Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like five lines. Yep. I didn't even know it was him. I only knew it was him because Chuck brought it up earlier. <laughs> yeah, because when he came on screen, I was like, oh, it's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I'm old school. I will crush you, human. Yeah, it's like, fuck the laws of robotics. I murder people. Then we have what is, I assume you were alluding to being the real star of this movie, Freddie Highmore, who plays Astro Boy slash Astro slash Toby. Correct. The movie is named after him. This is not a Dawson's Creek situation either. Uh, correct. Correct. It is definitely named after him. I mean, he wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for Nick Cage, but... So does any fucking, like... In any stories, the main character got to give credit to their dad first. If they are Nick Cage, then yes. No. No. Let's move on to Eugene Levy playing the robot butler, Oren. Yeah, you know, that's right. And then there's the president, President Stone, being played by Donald Sutherland, who happens to have a son named Kiefer Sutherland, who was in a show called... 
24. <laughs> <laughs> and a show called Designated Survivor, I he, believe it's called, right? He doesn't happen to have a son named Kiefer Sutherland. He has a son named Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland. I'm pretty sure that was on purpose. And Stand it, by me. Or no, maybe. No, it is Stand He's by in me. Stand by Me, and in that show, he his son Kiefer also plays the president. Who gives a shit? Now we're I'm going just, way off base. I'm just throwing facts out there, <laughs> letting our listeners know that you can learn while listening to Fifty Randy Quades. Well, let me teach you. That they Kri- might be obscure. Kristen Bell did the voice of Cora. Great job. We already talked. She about- also had a TV show. She did. Holy shit, man. She did. I don't she? remember what that show was called. Veronica Mars. Yeah, yeah there, there we go. Veronica. She did a great job in this movie. Also had a movie. It, it was. And then there's Samuel L. Jackson, star, been in a lot of movies. Lots of movies and TV shows. I can't even count how many he's been in. And then there's John Lovitz, who was uncredited, but played one of the robots who they got dumped into. Who should have had a bigger role in this movie. Yeah, he should have been the mustache guy. The only reason I can imagine he'd be uncredited is if he saw the final product and was like, take my fucking name off of that. And then we have the IMDb breakdown. Would you like to do the honors this time, JT? Do I have in to do best it? German do accent? I, no, it's not going to be German. Do I, have to, can I, I was thinking I do it in my best Australian accent. Sure. I don't know if I can, but it can't be... Well, it could be worse than yours. Oh, it will be worse. (laughs) When an android replica of a boy is rejected by his aggrieved (laughs) grip. Hold on, I got it. (laughs) I got it. When an android replica of a boy is rejected by a degreed creator, he goes off to find his own identity in an adventure that would make him the greatest hero of his time. That shit is too much. And we're back. Yeah, sorry for all the laugh breaks this episode, guys. We're, you know, we're just having a good time. We're having a blast. <laughs> That's not going to get old either. Uh, I mean that. All right, so this movie starts off with... The one true god, Nicolas Cage, being named or having a video after him and where he is named the father of modern robotics. Yeah, he like runs the Ministry of Science and designed all these fucking robots the president uses to be a fascist and keep war going all the time. Apparently, that's the idea. Yeah, the president wants to have a war with the main with the with the grounders, the surface dwellers, the groundies, the surfaces, the scumbuckets. They hate them. They fucking hate them. Yeah, they think they're like trash or something. But Toby is. Tenma's son and he's smart as hell and he's on his way to being a robotics genius himself oh yeah like he's getting 100 percents when everybody else is like on the third question toby finished with the 100 question test toby is also the demon from paranormal activity well i'll be goddamned talk about now that's all these connections now that's a fact that's what i'm talking about it's a fun fact an extra fact. Spade fact. So fucking dude leaves school after he aces his test. He goes oh, to the ministry and he's that like. That brings me. To, I was going to do these facts before we started. And so we're still kind of early on. I'm going to spit these facts real quick. The extra facts. I swear to you, dear listeners, we will get to the movie in a moment if you came here for the spoilers. All right. 
So this is going to be quick, and I'm going to let you know that Astro Boy is actually from Japan, and it's originally called Mighty Adam. And Mighty uh, Adam! Up and at them. <laughs> Up and at them. And it's originally a Japanese manga, which is like a graphic novel or a comic. And it was written and illustrated by Usama Tezuka. Sorry if I butcher these names or that name, because that's what I do. Uh, so this has had three anime series, three movies, and they're still planning as of 2017 to do a live action movie. And then in 2004, the franchise had generated $3 billion in merchandise sales. And it's had four console games to date, all according to Wikipedia. Mega Man? That's his, uh, that's he just his looks older, like Mega Man. That's his older brother. <laughs> well, I think Mega Man looks like Astro Boy. Well, maybe Astro Boy becomes Mega Man. Astro Boy's, I think, been around since like the 50s. Really? Yeah. I think, wow. yeah, I think it was uh, f- maybe even earlier. The manga goes fucking bad. All right, so where were you before I rudely interrupted you? Ha <laughs> ha. Um, it, so he leaves school, Toby does, after fucking acing this test. He goes to the ministry, and he's like, yo, dad, what's up? I'm gonna come check out your robots. The president's here. It's no big deal. And the president's like, don't you love robots? And the kid's like, yeah, I love robots. And the president's like, don't you love weapons? He's like, no, I don't really love weapons. And the president's like, then you can get the fuck out of here. So this, yeah, yeah, that... they, they set the tone right off the bat. Like, the president is only interested in the shit so he can have weapons at his disposal. Yeah, because he wants to attack the surface dwellers. He wants to start a war because he wants to get reelected, thinking that that will help him. Exactly. You can sum him up real quick. He's slipping in the polls, and he thinks starting a war. I'll get him the election. Very thinly veiled American political commentary. Yes. I mean, that's fine. So they they find out that these like star had dropped and separated this like two special like energies. One being super positive, one being super negative. Protons and electrons. Very uh astutely represented by blue for good and red for bad. Yeah. So, like, they're like, oh, this blue one's going to be great. And the president's all like, yeah, we need the red one. Stick it in this machine. We're going to call him the peacemaker, except for he kills everything. It's the peacekeeper. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like peacemaker is a better name for him. But the president doesn't want to imply that peace needs to be made. He wants to imply that peace needs to be kept because they've already got it. Under his watch, they got it. They want to keep it. It's all about language and your marketing, man. Yeah, I guess that makes more sense. He'd be making peace, though, when he's blowing his enemies to pieces. No, he'd be keeping the peace, because they've already got it. He just wants to maintain it. Listen, the Well, point, I guess they'd be spreading his enemy into pieces. The point is this. He's like, bro, listen, steal those fucking orbs, bro. We're going to go, and we're going to kill all these bitches. Toby sneaks out of his cell in the meantime, and he's getting held in wherever the fuck he's at. And he jumps into the room with the robot. Which has got the red orb in it now. The president, did the president stick the red orb in there? How did the red orb get in him? Yeah, I believe the president did because like no one else would do it. Because like the scientist was like, you can't do this. This is the worst thing ever. And it'll kill everybody. How do you know that you're going to be able to stop it and control it? Nerdy glass, nerdy glasses, big titty girl was sitting there using the controls to put in the blue orb. And then he was like, put in the red orb. And she was like, she gets, no, no, she starts to get up. She's like, no, I won't do it. And he fucking butt bumps her out the way. And he uses the control to put in the red orb. Oh, yeah. And so then they, they got this protective shield between 
them and the robot, or supposedly a protective shield between them. But after the red orb goes in there and this thing starts going fucking haywire, Toby jumps into the room, but they can't save him in time, and Toby fucking dies. Yeah, which I was kind of like, what the fuck? This kid's just dead? Oh, he's just dead. And yeah, Nick Cage can't like can't deal with it. He's like, it's like, no, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna million dollar man this shit, and that's what Johnny Spade was saying during the movie. But hold on, before that though, they give us the key to how to defeat the monster in the end. When the old doc puts the blue orb into the red orb and it blows the robot apart and like separates them because they can't exist within the same core together. Yeah. Which is how you get the end. That's how they stop this robot from getting crazy here. And that's when Nick Cage has his million dollar idea. And you said it best, Johnny. We can rebuild him. We have the technology. He created the technology. He's the master of the technology. And he ends up building the most advanced robot of all time by using his son's DNA to put its memories. And put his memories within the robot. Yeah, so it was like a real boy, but not a real boy like some black mirror shit oh very much so yeah but toby seems cool with it once he gets comfortable he doesn't seem too fucked up by being a real boy robot well yeah because like at first he doesn't know it and then he can tell that something's different with his dad and shit and then he like falls out the window and instead of falling to his death oh he falls out the window by meeting two of my favorite fucking characters that keep coming back throughout the whole movie the fucking who, who defied bottle. the laws of robotics by spraying him in the face and making him fall it's like well that's the thing it seems to be these robots had a choice if they wanted to like they played fast and loose with the laws of robotics Because when here. they did that i thought about it i was like isn't that against the law of robotics but they hadn't brought it up in the movie and then they bring it up in the movie that there's the law of robotics. They might have already known that he was a robot, though. Although they didn't. No, they, they just they commented didn't, on right, how he was human. Know. Oh, yeah, because they were freaked out. Yeah, they, they thought he can understand. They're, us. Yeah, they're yeah, all like, right. it seems like he can understand us. Well, by going out and trying to fuck with them and they fuck with him, he falls out and finds out he's got boosters in his boots. Boosters in his boots. And then he has a blast and he flies around the city. Yep. Uh, but while he's doing that, the president and his team pick up on the presence of the blue orb. So they're like, shit, track this bitch. Toby gets back home and he sees the old doctor and they're talking to his fucking dad about shit. And he overhears them like, basically his dad's like, I gotta get rid of this thing. This isn't my son. He's, I regret doing this. And so Toby comes in, he's like, what the fuck? And even then, Toby, or Tenma's like, bro, I'm sorry. You're not my boy. Get the fuck out of here, basically. Yeah, he's all like, he's like, you were supposed to be a replacement. And instead, he's just a reminder. And the doctor's like, before he takes off, the doctor's like, man, there is a place for you, man. We can find it. But Toby's like, I got to scoot. And he fucking jetpacks out of there. Yeah, he like blasts off. And then uh, I was wondering immediately, like, why didn't he just like get the fuck out of there and see other like parts of the world or something like that instead of like because he's a like, child who just got rejected by his dad and doesn't i get know it what's but he's got on. like he's got like jet boots right it's not like he can't come back it's not like he can't fucking sit on the top of a building for a couple hours and mourn his situation like come on dude give the kid yeah but doesn't that seem kid. a little dangerous he's a robot with fucking no it's he's got machine guns in his butt he's fine <laughs> We find that out now because as he's just pulling a Batman and chilling on the roof, the president and his team come up. They're like, catch this little boy. We need to pull his core out. Yeah, and then he's got an epic chase between him and like 
these guys trying to get him and it was pretty funny at one point when he saves the one dude and then he drops him off on the when he drops him off on the roof and the other like bad guys are there trying to catch him and he's like really after all that and the other guys man i love you oh there was the one guy that had like flashing on his visor it was like internal liquid status expelled or some <laughs> yeah. shit some shit like that i don't know it was funny but they end up fucking him up bad enough that he falls down to the surface and the president declares a national state of emergency until well, that's not the term but you know what i'm saying until they find this dude yeah he's all like you guys aren't gonna have any leave any vacation nothing until we get this blue special fucking ball so meanwhile down on the surface this trash can dog finds astro boy and is like bro come on over here i gotta show you this hole that i'm gonna push you into real quick and he gets caught up in this trap and the kids are like because there's this gang of kids that apparently they're out catching robot parts for their their leader who makes robot warriors yeah the mustache man and when they find fucking astro boy they're like this is a kid though like why'd you catch him but the dog's like nah man this is a fucking robot but obviously the dog can't say that well he can write it as we see later but he can't say it <laughs> dude i fucking lost it when that happened that was funny as hell i really did like that <laughs> I fucking died laughing but before these kids can like get him back to old ham eggs cabin they fucking he gets stolen off by the robot revolutionary front and take him back to their hideout well yeah and their big plan was we're gonna tickle this guy with a feather yeah they're gonna tickle him they're bound by the laws of robotics yes that they are the ones who definitely were all so how do they get unbound by it i don't know change their ai i don't know enough about robots to care he's a crusty old fuck and he's dead so i don't think we can ask him google it google it with owen wilson anyway the kids come up and and Astro Boy plays it cool. He tells the robots, he's like, I am a robot. I'm from Metro City. I'm undercover. And they're like, psh, got you. Cool. And to the kids, he's like, yo, I'm just a real boy. Don't worry about me. Definitely <laughs> I'm not. Pinocchio. not this a- movie is Pinocchio in reverse. <laughs> yeah. So back up on Metro City, the president shows up, and they're like going to arrest Nick Cage and the old doctor. But then... Nick Cage cuts a deal. He's like, listen, if you guys do catch my son, I'll take the blue core out and I'll give it to you. And the, old doctor, yeah, the old doctor's like, you scumbag. How could you? Nick Cage is like, it's the right thing to do, man. Nick Cage's like, dude, I got to mourn and I can't mourn if my dead son is like talking to me. So this is when we find out, this is when we find Hamag down on Earth, a.k.a. Nathan Lane, the man you did not credit in the beginning of this episode. No, I did not. Uh, and there, was a lot of, there was a lot of people. Throughout the whole, so throughout the whole night, Astro Boy is like, wants to come clean about being a robot, and the trash can dog is like, bro, you need to come clean about it, but he just can't do it. He also finds yeah, out that everyone else there is an orphan. And that's when like they're walking... And him and the one guy are walking with the trash can dog, and then the dog stops in front of him and literally writes out, he's a robot, with an arrow pointed at Astro Boy. And the one kid's all like, oh, kind of misses, or kind of makes me wish I could read, and I just fucking died. So that's where they find Zog. It is and, so good. And it's this big old gigantic fucking, like, what did they say, hundreds of tons robot that they've eaten right. inside of before? It's the Iron Giant. Basically, yeah, I guess, yeah. like, he's been there for, like, a hundred years, basically. And they're like, you can't fix that motherfucker. And Astro was like, watch me, baby. And he inseminates him with his blue core. 
and he comes back to life and they clean him up and they paint him up and they turn him into a fucking fighting robot. Well, Astro Boy doesn't know that's what's going on. He thinks he's just yeah. found a new friend. He doesn't know what the Roman games are. And then he finds out when they go there because this guy that he's with, the mustache man, he's a fucking trickster. And he fucking pulls some carny move on him when he fucking turns around and he goes, I actually know who you are and I'm going to turn my back on you. So Astro Boy's fighting every robot and he fucking murders all of them. Yep, except for Zog. Well, Zog stops from murdering him, right? Yeah, well, no, Zog... No, Just Zog like, was going to kill Hamag because he doesn't give a fuck, and Astro Boy stopped him. Yeah, there we go. And then the president and all of his men came in, stormed that place, and they had to go, or like Astro Boy had to go back to Metro City to die. Well, he's kind of resigned to his fate. He's like, I guess this is maybe my purpose, man. I'm just going to go back and die now. No big deal. Yeah, and so he goes, Nick Cage is all like, you're no son of mine and rips his heart out, which is really just that blue ball. And then he goes to give it to the president. He's all like, I can't do it, man. I can't. He really is my son. Or he's at least like my son in the aspect of he's uh, like a robot son. With like all my he son's said memories. He's not Toby, but he is my son, or something to that effect. Yeah, I think that's what exactly what he said. And then, and then his son's all like, "Yeah, I'm Astro. I'm the cool version of your son." Isn't Astro the name of the dog in the Jetsons? So what I always kept thinking when they call him Astro, kept thinking about a dog. It's edgy. It's modern. modern. <laughs> oh man, it's a blast. And then he ends up. Nick Cage ends up going. Fuck it. Let's do it. Puts the heart back in him. Astro Boy then has this epic fight with the negative monster. Well, Astro Boy fucking runs away with his blue heart when the president puts the red heart into the monster and then gets sucked into the monster. So now the robot is the president, but also all the other things that it's absorbing until it's the size of the city. Been assimilated. Yes. And that's when Astro Boy runs into the squeegee and the bottle. And they're like, yo, bro, we're just flying through like birds now. And he's like, well, I gotta go back and save Metro City. And they're like, Psh, fuck that shit. And he heads back. And that's when the epic battle ensues. Dude, that was a badass battle scene. Oh, yeah. It was it was awesome. And it was decently long, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, this was a tight, quick, fuck. This is a great movie. And they gave this scene enough time to make it worth the fucking ride for that fight at the end, I think. Yeah, that was the best part about this movie is that it, it flowed very quickly. Didn't give you enough time to be like, all right, I'm just waiting for the next thing to happen. So at one point, like, his buddies, the kids, they came back down to Earth to help him in a car, and they're in the fucking clutches of the negative monster, and he dives straight into the core of the fucking monster to kill it, but also kills himself in the process. Yeah, and that's when I was like, all right, well, it's going to have a slightly sad ending, but it'll be good. And then that's when, like, Zog comes over and he's like, nah, bro, let me revive you. I knew that was coming. When they said, like, that blue energy was gone, I was like, what about him bringing Samuel L. Jackson back? He's got some of that blue energy in him. You know, that's right. You got to get that blue energy up in you. And then that's where I think the movie should have ended. And Zog says his second, third fourth and maybe fifth lines of the movie yeah after zog finishes his little dialogue then cora finds her parents or her parents find her 
Ten was talking to the butler and he gives him the day off and says you can call him Bill. Everyone's growing and changing. And then the ending that I'm assuming you don't like happens. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I don't really have that big a problem with it, but it was kind of like a what the fuck is going on? But that's, I guess, this movie. We'll see you in Astro Boy 2 when we recoup this $25.2 million loss. Oh, yeah. So if there is an Astro Boy 2, we will for sure watch it and review it. If there's going to be another action one. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be an Astro Boy 2. I think they'll just start fresh. Well, I'm saying once there's an Astro Boy 2, we'll watch it and review it. I have a feeling this is not the first Astro Boy. Didn't you say there's three movies? So this is probably Astro Boy like three or four. No, no, no. They're all like Astro Boy, like starting fresh. Oh my god. Well, the first one is like just I think basically all the episodes from like the first season or two of the show from like the fifties and sixties. Okay. Put into a movie. And then there's a I think there's a live action one. Did they make racist cartoons like Disney did with like the original Mickey Mouse stuff. Not that I know of. I only did a little bit of research. But how would you have wanted this movie to end? Just the way it did? That was perfectly... I mean, could If they would have left the alien showing up to fight them out, would it have bothered me? No, absolutely not. But I really liked that they put it in there. It, to me, it fit the flow of how this movie was. It just was nonstop. How about you, Spade? I just thought of how I like this movie to end. You hear this weird laughter, right? And something whooshing around. And then Astro Boy... Like, from his feet up, he starts to turn blue. And then fucking Dr. Wily comes out there, and it's fucking Mega Man versus Dr. Wily to set it up for the next movie. Yeah, because he's no longer a boy anymore. He's not Astro Boy. Now he's Mega, Mega Man. Man. He's an adult now. Is he the adult, awesome. adult now? Yeah, Astro Boy 2, Mega Man. There it is. Book it. So is there anything else that you guys want to talk about this movie? <laughs> All right. Well, I think that brings us to this part of the podcast we are gonna rate astro boy on uh 50 randy quaid's grading scale of one to 50 where one is the worst 50 is the best and two to 49 is literally anything in between imdb rates astro boy 31 and a half out of 50 randy quaid i'll go first all right i'm gonna give it a 43 I didn't think I, gonna, I didn't score. think I was gonna like this as much as I was gonna like it. In fact, I think I've mentioned multiple times on previous episodes that I wasn't looking forward to watching it. But it was a fucking fun ride from front to back. I didn't have any expectations for Astro Boy because I don't know shit about Astro Boy. So it's not like I was sitting there comparing it to everything I knew from the manga or the other movies or whatever. Was it a great piece of cinema no it was a fucking ridiculous kids movie just like g-force was the difference is this actually i had fun with because it wasn't trying to be something that it wasn't either it beat you in the head with black eyed peas boom 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 no one got boom 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 it didn't didn't go down like that i thought the animation was really good for what they were going for it was definitely cartoonish but i don't think it needed to be any more realistic than that it was bright it was colorful it didn't it wasn't trying to be like, even on the surface, it wasn't trying to be dark in any way. Cast was ridiculous. The voice acting was really good. Would I watch this again? Probably not. I don't think I need to. I got what I needed from a kid's movie. Would I watch it if I was sitting down with like my cousin's kids or I don't know. I can't even have the kids I'd be watching a movie with. That's probably good. I'd watch it then. <laughs> I will never buy this movie. I don't need to own it, uh, but I would recommend it. Mr. Spade. 
How about you, sir? I think the last animated movie that I saw was G-Force. <laughs> and I gave it a five. And I think I'm going to give this one the same score with the caveat of a two in front of it. All right. All right. Ooh. It was all right. It's kind of cool. It made me think of Mega Man. <laughs> I think I got <laughs> Hold on. Did, you, did this make you think of Mega Man? It made me think of Mega Man a lot. I wasn't sure. And the Jetsons. Even at the beginning when they were like doing like the narration thing of like what the world is and they were showing like all the robots doing stuff for people. I'm like, it's the Jetsons. Again, I would argue the Jetsons is just ripping off Astro Boy. Possible. I don't know enough about Astro Boy to know if that's true, but I'm guessing so. It was cool. It was better than I thought. Give it a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> would you would you recommend that other people watch this movie? Probably not. Probably not. I think it's a very casual pass. Like, eh, nah. Would you uh, watch this movie again? No. However, this movie also did remind me of a Keanu Reeves movie from recent years called, I think it's called Replicant. Could be wrong, but it's kind of the same dilemma of someone losing loved ones and the moral dilemma of having the power to bring them back, which I would recommend that fucking movie. So Pet Cemetery, basically, the same dilemma there. And probably a million other things before Pet Cemetery. I really liked the new Pet Cemetery. Uh, I just thought it wasn't uh... cool. We should do a podcast about it. <laughs> no, I'm good on that, unless like it's your pick. Uh, In which case, I'll get excited. I would, I would pick a different movie. I would even pick the original Pet Cemetery before that one. Oh, thank you. Now I would definitely pick the new one. <laughs> I fucking hate you. All right, so this brings me to me, where brings me. Oh, never mind. I get it now. Brings me to me. <laughs> My favorite topic. So. We're going to give this movie... I changed my opinion on it three times. And so it's only fitting that I give it a 33. And it had a initial drop because of the ending. And then I immediately was like, ah, I can't drop it that far. And then after talking about it, I was like, no, yeah, I got to give this a slight bump. Even still. And that's what brought me to 33. I thought it was just... Uh, it was a fun movie. Like, it, it was a kid's movie. It... It's exactly what you're expecting from a kid's movie, right? Like, well, I'll watch cartoons for the most part as kids. Like, that's what it was like watching. It was like watching an hour and a half long cartoon that was like kind of action packed. Like, it was super fun, but there's really no point to watching it again. I don't even necessarily know if I would recommend people watch this movie unless they got kids that like this sort of thing. But it, it was definitely fun. And I don't like, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it again, but. Like I, like you said, you know, if someone has it on and I'm there, ah, could be worse things to watch. Boy in Blue? Oh, yeah. I would much rather watch this like 50 times before I watch that one. The Astro Boy in Blue. Oh, on that. That's the sequel. Astro I think Boy on that, goes, though. Astro Boy goes to college and he joins the fucking... The rowing team? The rowing team. Ugh. God, that movie was so big. I was just talking to Johnny Spade earlier today about how... That movie was so bad. It's the best. It's probably the worst Nicolas Cage movie. At least through 53 Nicolas Cage movies. But either way, I think we can all agree that you can catch all of our new episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, 50randyquades.com. 50randyquades.com. Dot com. Dot com. Next time on 50 Randy Quades. Episode 130, The Lego Movie. It's my pick, ya boy, Chucky B. And uh, yeah, you know, I just figured 
Why don't we pick a movie that everybody thinks is awesome? I've never seen it. Well, you are in for a treat, my friend. That's what I've heard. But until next time, we watch movies so you don't have to. Peace Peace out. out.